Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around talking about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. And oh no, Leaky Fawcett has stolen all of the sprinklers in Charleston, South Carolina. And I need to assemble a team of teenagers to go beat him up and get me one before the evil HOA finds me for having dead grass. Uh, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got <laughs> we've got Mike. Hi, I'm here. Kind of. My connection's being weird. We'll figure it out. And we've got Emily. Hey, sorry. I'm just over here making this green slime coffee. Just give me a moment here. <laughs> okay, done. Delicious. Oh, fuck. We, we should we should have gotten our buddy Greg on this episode because of all the green fucking slime. Oh, shit. Fucking right. Nickelodeon-ass mm-hmm. slime in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. But, uh, yeah, so... Uh, we're gonna this week. We've got our favorite villain. I think our our two D winner of last year has returned. Uh, and also briefly, for reference, two Ds are the bad ones. Yeah, that's the bad ones. <laughs> uh, and also briefly, I wasn't kidding. Somehow, literally every sprinkler in my entire city got sold this weekend, oh. and I couldn't buy one. <laughs> So your op- so your opening for the episode was an inside joke that only you would get. It, it was a joke just for me. Also, I genuinely <laughs> did feel like I was in a shitty Power Rangers plot because how would how how did one specific? Th- it's not like also all hoses were sold. It was just sprinklers. What well, the it's fuck? the beginning of summer and people want things for their kids to run through. Oh, that's true. That's a pretty good reason. Also, you know, like your lawns need water. That too. You the know, more practical I was, reason. I, I'm fairly environmentally conscious, and I was like, whatever, fuck it. I don't care about grass. And then I got a mean letter in the mail, and yeah. now I have to figure out what to do about that. Was the mean <laughs> so, letter from like your neighbors being like, this is bad for our neighborhood? It was from the Homeowners Association, which I actually don't know if that's a thing in Canada, because y'all have like 
town, like, um, what are they called? I'll be honest, neither do I, because I've lived in an apartment for Yeah, well, (laughs) so most most countries have, like, small government-level council, or small, like, local-level councils, where if you have a a problem with your neighbor, you can go talk to them about it, and they can do something. We don't have that. We have, like, a homeowners association, which is just a group of normal people who have the power to fine you if you do something that you don't like with your house. Uh, and if you don't live in a place that has a homeowners association, you just have no fucking option about what to do. Cause anyway, homeowning sucks. Uh, I shouldn't have done it. It was a mistake. Let's move on. <laughs> um, like I never really got that. they being like, you have to have a great lawn when like, doesn't it just make their lawns look better by comparison? I think the idea is that people won't want to buy the house next to the house that looks like it's all fucked up. But, but again, why wouldn't they want to? Because they'd be like, this is easy. I can barely take care of this and it looks better than that guy. <laughs> I, you, you know what? Well, you should talk to you should to go talk to realtors and, and convince them of this. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, that's, uh, that's where I'm at today. And this is a water pollution-based episode, so I was thinking about that a lot. It's water um, pollution episode number, what, 25? It does seem like, like, there's a lot of pollution episodes, and I feel like uh, most of them are water, specifically. I mean, we had the yeah, equations, Yeah, I mean, in fairness, the, 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 the Alien Rangers skewed that number pretty significantly. Yeah, yeah. For sure, but it does seem, like, uh, skewed towards water for some reason. But, anyway, before we talk about the episode, um, I do have uh, one thing to talk about. Talking about things! Uh, which is, uh, you know, I've mentioned it before that how I do this a lot of the times is I just Google Power Rangers news and see what turns up, if anything interesting is going on. And, uh, there's not, but I have to put something in this segment anyway. So if you want to pre-order the, uh, Turbo, a Power Rangers movie on Blu-ray, you can do that. (laughs) I don't know why you would want to do that, but it is an option available to you. I'm getting right on it. (laughs) <laughs> Actually, that just hit me. Is that shit on Netflix? Because we're gonna have to watch it. Soon. I think it I is. Maybe is. I don't know. But I, we'll have to figure out how, how to do that when we get to it. Uh, maybe I'll. I'm gonna search Canadian Netflix. I remember that I had the the Mighty Morphin movie, and you guys didn't. That's a Canadian fact. Taking over for Lexi this week. Yeah, that. we had we had to go scour mm-hmm. our local Walmart five dollar bins until we could find copies of the fucking Power Rangers movie. Um, but yeah, so it's it's uh, on Shout Factory's website for pre order. Um, it's got uh, three bonus features: Ranger Tales, a look back at Turbo, a Power Rangers movie with members of the cast. That is the title of the feature. It has four colons in it, which is very funny to me. <laughs> It is um, not on my Netflix, just reporting in. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out when we get there. We still got a little ways, so we'll figure it Clearly out. Clearly, you have to buy all of us Blu-rays. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. I mean, the <laughs> Blu-ray is $15 new, like, at it's release. not very much. No, yeah. it's not. The, the, if I, well, if I had the money, I would, I would do it, but I'm literally unemployed right now, so. Well, the kind of where I was going with this is... Again, it's got, like, a look-back featurette, which is apparently 12 minutes. 
It has the original making of featurette that came on it when it came out. And then it has the theatrical trailer. That is the special features on the Blu-ray. So That sure kinda, sounds like something you buy for $15. Yeah, it's kind of a bare-bones bare deal. But there you go. Although, I, w- I will say this, in fairness. What the fuck else do you expect them to make for Power, for Power Rangers Turbo? I, yeah, I, honestly, I would love a commentary track. I yeah, want fucking I want Jason David Frank and like Amy Jo Johnson and Austin St. John and all of them just like giving a commentary track on that movie. That would be amazing actually. That would be pretty cool. Uh, you know, um listeners, uh if you I, I have a question for y'all, which Giant is Bosch. when when we <laughs> when we started the show, we got a bunch and we basically said like Oh, you know, everybody only cares about the first three seasons because we didn't know what we were talking about. Um, a bunch of people wrote in and said, like, no, my season is Lost Galaxy or my season is whatever. And and that really was informative. I do genuinely wonder, is there nostalgia for the Turbo movie? I don't know, because I hear people talk about the original movie a fair bit, but I almost never hear anyone talk about Turbo with the exception of Simon, who is very mad that they don't morph until 50 minutes in. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm i curious. Write in if you're like, yeah, that was my shit when I was a kid. Tell me, uh, at Teens with Dude on, on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's on, that is available. You can go buy that or, or pre-order it. It will be out July 30th. Um, and there you go. That's the things. We don't have a lot of things to talk about this week, um, which is fine because we had a lot last week. Uh, but yeah, this is this week we're going to be talking about season one, episode thirty of Power Rangers Zio, Oily to Bed, Oily to Rise, which oily even to as bed, Oily to Rise. Oh yeah, which <laughs> even as Power Rangers episode pun titles go is bad. I love it. It's it's <laughs> it's good bad. <laughs> I will say in its defense, it is not a reference to a song that none of us recognize or a movie from 1932, which is the other thing that they do sometimes. But yeah, uh, the the other thing that I'll note about it is that I, some of the puns are so bad you don't know what it's a pun on. So it clears that very low bar. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, we open on the Angel Grove Catch a Wave competition. Oh, yeah, uh, surfing. We had snowboarding, yes. and now we got surfing. There's not, like, several minutes of footage of surfing, though, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, it's kind of weird to me, actually, now. It's it's something that I hadn't occurred to me till now, which I'm not sure why. Um, but, like... A lot of shows from this era that had teens who were into sports, like, made the made the point of being like, this is the skateboard guy. This is the mountain bike girl. Like, and since they struggle so much to give the Rangers personality traits, why the hell didn't they do that? Like, why didn't they establish, like, Cat's the surfer and just, like, have her mention it every once in a while? Like, I mean, it would have she been so technically easy. has been associated with water sports. I mean, oh shit! I didn't realize what I was saying until I said it. <laughs> Fuck me! But I she, meant she has though. She, 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 she was a swimmer, <laughs> and I guess in fairness, she was an Olympic level diver. That's true. Least. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, God. that's a good. Point. There, 
<laughs> We've absolutely had times when the Rangers would have a specific thing that they were into. Uh, like, you know, a couple of the Rangers have been baseball players. Catherine, as Emily uh, alluded to, uh, but said in the most perverted way possible, was a swimmer. To, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, in fairness, that the name of that fetish, the name of that fetish, is way general. Like, that's not fair. That that's what that's called. Um, I will say the big thing you're forgetting: Kimberly was a gymnast, very specifically a gymnast, and very specifically the only gymnast. Well, actually, that said, though, that's that's kind of what I mean. Like, you had obviously you had well. Actually, you know what? I take it all back. They did do that with the first cast, and then they kind of didn't really with the replacements. Like, Rocky, uh, Aisha, and Adam were all, like, introduced as, uh, as ninjas. ninjas, but then, like, that didn't really... And then, like, really... everybody joined the football team, Yeah, even but, Bulk. But... But you're right, though, like, Jason worked out, Tommy was the most into uh, martial arts, like, you did have all that stuff, and then Zach I feel was like... was a dancer. Yeah, and, and I feel like they didn't really do that with the, the new cast. They do with, like, other seasons, like, I think, like, um, uh, Ninja Storm, they all have a distinct suit, uh, Yeah, and, and you're right, so. Mike, that although, they do although, say, uh, kind, of like, like, kind of what you're getting at, like, is, as, as shallow as the first season characterizations were... Like, they did have a distinct thing that they were into. Billy was the nerd, and, and Trini was sort of the environmentalist. Yeah. And, but like, and... Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, but, like, things became... Everyone sort of all started sharing interests, and when when someone does have an interest that's specific to them, it just seems to exist for one episode. Yeah, right. That's, so that's what I was going to go back to, is you said that, yes, you're right, Tanya got into baseball, but then... They didn't ever really continue that. And it just seems like it would be so easy to, like, have her have a bat sticking out of her backpack. like, Or just, just, like, if they need an excuse to get her out of the scene, say she has to go to baseball practice. Like, yeah, yeah. fucking it, anything. Yeah. yeah. And I, it, it, my guess is the reason they didn't is just because the writing staff is not consistent. And they just didn't <laughs> like I mean, yeah i mean also they just wanted it to be as general as possible so they could paste anything onto them i think anyway my point is that rocket power has better drawn characters than this <laughs> well no the thing with rocket power is they all do all the sports but that's because it's a show about sports well that's uh, true. but the thing is the thing we're the point we're laboriously getting to like took we took a fucking really scenic route here i hope you folks Sorry. saw the sights this is this, uh the, the point must- is catherine is the one doing the surfing Yes, Catherine is surfing. Uh, she is in a competition. Uh, Rocky is, again, to my frustration, I guess Rocky is a lifeguard? Didn't know that. <laughs> Wasn't he a lifeguard in an earlier episode where, like, the kids are by the water and someone was like... Yeah, you know, he was! Oh, shit. See, that's, again... Now, the question is... I can't believe I remember that. <laughs> is this because they're bad at it or because we watch it so spread out? I think it's both, actually. <laughs> I'm gonna go with both. I'm, I'm gonna go with like maybe maybe what it is is someone like there's no show bible because I don't think these folks are that organized. But I think they keep like a running list of things characters have done in the past, and they yeah. like they like okay, have any of we're go, we're doing a beach episode? Have any of the Rangers done beach things? Okay, yeah. Rocky's a lifeguard. All right, cool. Okay, well, fair enough. Points for continuity. Good, good job. Uh, no, everybody- absolutely not. <laughs> uh, 
So, speaking of continuity, Rocky just runs up to Tommy, uh, who is also there with a surfboard. Or, I think? No, he doesn't have one. Never mind. No, he's, but uh, he is in a wetsuit, so I can yes. understand why you'd be confused. And he just goes... We're, we're kind of glossing over this amazing voice work that that's at the start before we even see Rocky. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Of this fucking guy, like, announces, like, oh, it's time for the Angel Grove. Like, what is... What's the... Uh, what's the name of the competition? Like Splash catch Away or something? The Catch a Wave competition. Catch a Wave surfing competition, and the competition yeah. is hot. Oh, also of note is the the Dick Dale ass surf rock that is playing the whole time during this it's episode, <laughs> which is pretty good. Um, so yeah, he Rocky walks up to Tommy and immediately goes, "Hey, do you think the Gold Ranger knows how to surf?" And Tommy's response is. I don't know, Rocky. I never really thought about it, which made me laugh a lot. Because I, I, I love how Rocky is increasingly like he very obviously just has the mental processes of like a five year old. Yeah, it's so good because like he's just he sees a bunch of surfboards. He's like, you know, I wonder if the Gold Ranger can surf. Tommy, do you think he surfs? <laughs> I bet he does. He seems Tommy, pretty cool. Tommy I bet his surfboard is golden and maybe shaped like a pyramid. <laughs> and Tommy obviously. <laughs> Would never actually, uh, you know, be mean to one of his friends. That is not written like, well, gee, Rocky, I don't know. But that's how I like to think about it, because it's funny to me. Yeah. Uh, and the whole reason the Gold Ranger's coming up is because we're about to get, like, one of the numerous Gold Ranger red herrings is going to pop up. Uh, Tommy's brother, in case you forgot, Dave, Tommy's brother, David, his his half-brother, pseudo-adopted brother, uh, pops out of nowhere and... At first, I didn't recognize him because he's got, like, a, not a full beard, but he's clearly let stubble grow for a few days. Yeah, and I, didn't, I didn't recognize him. I was like, who's this guy? Also, oh, his hair's down, like, no, which is another big yeah, difference. And, his hair's down. Yeah. and I'm going to say, listen, we've made fun of people's, like, 90s-ass looks in this show. I'm going to say for David, with the 5 o'clock shadow and the hair down, good call, actually. Compared to how he normally looks, good call. He looks like he would be in Nirvana. Oh, see, I was going to say Creed, but ah. <laughs> either Honestly, way. Honestly, I'm with Zach on this one. He's, he's, <laughs> it's definitely Creed territory. Maybe if I we're mean, being generous, if we're, if, if we're being generous, Stone Temple Pilots. Okay. <laughs> so, I, when, um, I just, when I think of 90s music, I just think of Nirvana for some reason, so I just kind of like... Oh, there. you mean the, the single mm. most defining band of the mm. era? Yes. <laughs> the band that put the an entire genre on the map? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Um, so mm -hmm. it does make me, the other thing that's funny is, uh, Rocky goes like, oh, I, David, I didn't know that you surfed. And then David says, there's a lot of things you don't know about me, bro. And it's, I it almost sounded like accusatory. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fucking no, ever well, hang out with yeah, me. Yeah, we, we, we were <laughs> separated as children. It was very traumatic for the both of us. <laughs> it sounds so fucking sinister the way he says it. Yeah. Like, I, know, I know they want kids to read into it and think maybe it's a Gold Ranger thing. Like, they even have him wearing a gold earring in, in this. Uh, oh, wow. That's yeah. a cool. This, so, I didn't so what I'll say that. Is, is that yeah. my wife was watching this episode with me and... It's kind of it's good sometimes to have her there because you get like an, a kind of outside perspective, and the thing mm -hmm. she pointed out is like the as they're pushing this so hard, and it's something that we pointed out also with Billy. There's no reason for him to act this way unless he's the Gold Ranger. Like it's it's yeah the way they've done the red herrings is so bad that like 
it makes what they're doing not make sense when you later find out it's not them. Like, it's just, yeah. (laughs) Because, again, later on, spoilers... He he disappears when the Gold Ranger shows up, and then when he comes back, they're like, "Are you are, are you all right?" And he says, "Yeah, I just had some things to take care of, well, and I went back and checked the Billy episode. That is the exact line <laughs> Billy says when he leaves for no reason and then comes back. Like, well, so th- in this case, the show actually gave us a subtle hint uh, to their explanation. Uh, see, as I mentioned, David is wearing a golden earring." Uh-huh. And the implication is that he felt called away because he sensed radar love. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Oh boy! I'm sorry, I had to. I really I, like that song. <laughs> I, I that song's rules. It's very it fun. fucking owns. Um, but yeah, so so David's here, I guess. Again, like he doesn't do anything in this episode. He is only here to be a red herring, which is fine. But yeah, it's silly. We get a transition yeah, it, where the more screen, than anything else, he's in this episode to remind us that he exists, <laughs> which I kind of had forgotten to be honest. So yeah, like I said, like there's many reasons why when I saw him, I was like, oh, a new character, and not like, oh, there's David. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, is that Raymond with when his hair gets wet? Is that what he yeah. looks like? <laughs> the yeah, he also gets way beefier for some reason. Uh, but yeah, yeah he's, he's like just, a sponge. He just he absorbs the water and like he just bulks up. His facial structure just changes completely, and it's nothing <laughs> like himself. So. <laughs> uh, the transition here is incredible. It turns the screen turns into a surfboard shape and flies away, which is amazing. Yes, uh, and then we cut to to the moon base. Um, I I do like when uh, how the fact that when Power, Power Rangers somewhere between like somewhere around like season two, I guess like the uh, transition effect budget went from zero dollars to like three dollars, and they started playing around with like cartoon shapes. And I I fe- I like it because it makes things feel more like a fucking nineties ass kids show than. Than the transitions normally do. Like we made we made references to Nickelodeon. It's a very Nickelodeon ass effect. It is, yes. Uh, it reminded me of like when they would make the Nickelodeon orange splat logo just into different shapes depending yeah, on what it would the just show turn into was. shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Sprocket says, "Oh man, sp- swimming looks fun. I wish that it was oil instead of or machine sludge, not oil. Machine, yeah, machine sludge. sludge. You know that classic thing that we know about." Right. Uh, and King Mondo says, you're a genius, we'll turn the Earth's water into machine sludge. Now, I guess they're saying that because if because they if they said oil, then the effect they use makes no sense, but it is a weirdly specific term. <laughs> but they call it oil later because, like, we'll see it, but, like, when they're examining it, they call it machine, they call it cog oil. Yeah. I mean, there's there's more than one kind of oil, so like, yeah. it, like not all oils are, are, That's are true. pitch black. That's but. true, but most of them aren't neon green. So, um, but That's yeah, true. But also, like they don't want to call it metal milk in front of the kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not metal milk. Metal milk specifically makes people big. That's yeah, what it if does. If it was metal milk, then then we would have a giant bulk again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For the second time. Well, I guess we don't know if metal milk makes humans big. That's that's not something that we've we've get, been given the knowledge of. Actually, I I theorize that the shrinking ray was them sucking metal milk out of their body. I think so. That, I'm gonna go with that. It does. Um. So yeah. 
Uh, just, at this point, just we gloss over that. <laughs> oh, well, sorry. <laughs> uh, so at this point, um, they they decide, yeah, okay, that's what we're going to do because also it'll change the environment so that our machine army can get down there. Um, and then the reason see for our why, favorite guy again. Yeah, then the reason for why there's only three of us on this episode because the rest the rest of the crew found out that Leaky Fawcett was on this episode <laughs> and said, "I have shit to do. Goodbye." <laughs> because, Sorry, I kind of I kind of spaced out. Did we? Uh, oh no, never mind. We're talking I was about, about to ask if we. Good. I was about to ask if we got to the announcer again, but no, I, I forgot no, that Leaky no. Fawcett shows up before we cut back to the beach. So, yes. remember how horrifying Leaky Fawcett was before? He's worse now. He's worse now because, <laughs> you know, he has that weird, like, horse snout thing with the teeth. Now the teeth are a separate piece that, like, come, come out. out of the faucet end and chatter around, and I hate it. I hate I it didn't, so I much. I didn't think the cartoon rotoscope teeth could be worse but it turns out floppy puppet teeth are even worse <laughs> my um i watched this with uh, my wife and she she said like um like that sh- that's the only way they could get him his mouth to move was if they did that otherwise how that's would you know true. he was talking but i mean the, they had monsters talk about moving mouths before right but also <laughs> they could have not done this. that I she, hate she, it. she she absolutely actually, fuck this she actually loves the leaky faucet it's like one of her favorite well, well okay I, I can definitely understand mm-hmm. loving it from like the mm-hmm. what the fuck even <laughs> is this perspective like yeah Cause also he t- so did he talk before? No, we beat again. Looks like you could use another bad knee. No, I he don't didn't. know. I don't. I don't think so. Maybe because they gave him a voice like this, and I <laughs> fucking hate it. It's so <laughs> awful. <laughs> uh, it's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I could handle that. If you want me to. It really makes me... It it makes me think of, like, when they have a murder clown in a TV show, except for except for It, which is, does its own thing. But usually it's like, hey, kids, I'm going to kill you. It's like that. And that's basically hey, what... kids, want to well, die? Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> the thing is, that's just that's just a normal clown voice. Well, okay, thing. sure, yes. And I mean, what apparently other... everyone on Earth except me has forgotten that clowns are not usually evil. <laughs> well, I, mean, I could... Yeah. I was um, going to say, what, what other voice would he have, though? Like, really... Again. It's like you could use another bad Yeah, because yeah. he's he's a horse man. You're right. I mean, so while I'm while I'm randomly bringing up shit that has nothing to do with what's going on, for some reason, uh, the thought of like giant horrible puppet teeth made me think of the letter people. The, the letter people. The letter people. Yeah, it was a kid show where like every the letter of the alphabet was represented by a puppet. Okay. And and the whatever their whole like personality or quirk was was some alliterative thing based on their letter and Mr. T's not not the famous Mr. T. This was the letter people, Mr. <laughs> T based on the letter it. T. His thing was tall teeth and he uh-huh. was like this weird square man who had a giant mouth and like uh-huh. I'd say about eighty percent of his body was teeth. Let me get a picture of him. I no way, I don't want it. <laughs> so it's not okay. that bad. So that's like a toy yeah, of him. Okay, or that's something. that's not as bad as I was expecting. 
Um, yeah. So anyway. Oh yeah, I forgot. Let I never. I didn't know this at the time because I watched it growing up in the nineties. Letter people is seventies as fuck. It looks like, like holy it. shit. Yeah, it's some fucking nineteen seventies ass puppets. Um. So the they uh Queen Machina is like yeah okay uh send Leaky Fawcett down with Sprocket because he's like the obvious choice to do this since I don't know I guess he's faucet he's based. water based yeah yeah. Well, he's not just water-based, though. He's, like, pipe-based, which is a weird power, but okay, fine. Um, we now, now, uh, Mike, we cut back to the announcer. Did you, did you have something you wanted to say about the announcer? No, uh, I just, I just want to make sure we didn't miss him, because he's oh, okay. Actually, Eric, could you put some of this announcer in? Because I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I feel like I can't do him justice. Here comes the next big catchaway competitor. So far, it's been a pretty tough contest, with most of the servers running neck to neck. He also looks like, uh, if, like, Phil Collins was, had grown his hair shoulder length, <laughs> but was still going bald on top. Like, that's what he looks like, basically. <laughs> he, he, he definitely, lo- definitely looks like a radio DJ, which yes. might be just who they got. Yeah. Um... So, uh, Kat catches a wave, and, you know, she she surfs, and everybody's cheering her on, and it's great. And it's pretty cool. I mean, good. Nice. I assume this is not the actress, but who knows? I There's no way for me to tell, because uh, it, it looks like it's, it's stock def- footage. I, I think it's definitely a stunt double, like a, or yeah. stock footage of someone. I don't think it's Kat, no. Right. But I can't tell for sure. So then we cut uh, to Leaky Fawcett and Clank. Uh, and Clank is explaining, uh, so here's the Angel Grove water system, uh, just enter the pipes here and release your evil toxins, and, uh, there he goes, um, and he just, he he displays his ghost shark-like powers, and, uh, goes up the faucet. So, his power is that he, like, turns into, like, a blue... Aladdin from Genie Mist and like he turns flies. into water and then like he goes into the pipe. Is this I thing. Ghost Shinu- Shark powers? Have you guys not seen the yeah. trailer for Ghost Shark? I have seen the no. trailer for Ghost Shark. I have to say something, Mike. I literally didn't understand it was supposed to be water, and now it makes a lot more sense because it doesn't really look <laughs> like water. It just looks like blue holographic. Well, so, you know, so whatever. a thing that this that this show does is, I think I think part of what makes Leaky Fawcett slightly more palatable in this appearance than in his previous one is how goofy the effect of his powers is. Yeah. Because what it is is he goes up to basically like like one of those faucets on the outside of a house, like where you hook up a garden hose. Right. And like he, he twists the thing until some water starts coming out. And then like every time he turns into water, he does like a fucking Naruto hands thing. And then so he does that, turns in water, goes up the pipe, and then we get this shot of like the instead of just showing the blue effect of water that he turns into going through the pipe, we see like a tiny version of the guy in the suit going through a pipe wiggling around. And it's very clearly like the actor being dragged by a wire through this pipe. And they're just, they're just spraying water at him, like with a hose or something. It's very funny. Are they even spraying water? I thought it was like, I thought it was like water footage over it even. Either way, like, and it might also, be. he's the whole time that the character is just going like, whoa, and it's like, 
it's either really funny or re- really upsetting, depending on like your particular. <laughs> no, no, Zach. Outlook. Let me present you with a radical idea. Uh huh. What if it's both? It could also be both. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think Lucky Fawcett is both hilarious and viscerally upsetting. Yeah. So we cut to Bulk and Skull, and uh, so, <laughs> so. Okay. Okay. Th- I. Okay. <laughs> this is another thing where Emily and I are going to be very, very divided because I love this Bulk and Skull subplot, and Emily was so upset the entire time. I mean, it's- like, it's just like, the, okay, like, it was upsetting to me as a coffee drinker because the idea of it, like, I don't know, like, just drinking that. Like, explain the scene, Zach, and then I'll comment. So, first of all, I have to point out that Lieutenant Stone or Detective Stone subscribes to a Java of the Month club, and I I swear to God he gets an envelope with one coffee bean in it. No, it's like a bag no, they, of coffee beans. Okay, yeah. it, looks bean like, it seriously looked like that bag was empty and that it had, like, he got shipped a bean of coffee like every month. it's not month. a lot of coffee beans. It looks like it's pretty... <laughs> well, they, they, they pull one bean out, so... so uh, either bulk or skull, I forget who can t- get a closer skull. look at it. The the thing about it is, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like the beans were in any sort of package inside the envelope. No, it just yeah. looks like someone someone poured <laughs> coffee beans into a Manila folder you know, and put it in the mail. No, I no, there's a paper bag. You can see yeah, that. there is a there is a paper bag. It's just very beat up, and there does not look to be much in it. I have to say, I have. I think I like Lieutenant Stone now, and I Detective think that's Stone. a Victor. St- sorry, Detective, Detective Stone, yes. Jerome Detective. Stone, Jerome, and I yes. think I like him because I've realized he's Mister Wilson from Dennis the Menace. Is like he's <laughs> the squarest, like just like <laughs> ah, the highlight of my year. A bag of coffee. <laughs> like, just like, <laughs> like, he's just the most boring dude in the universe, but he loves his boring shit. And that's he very endearing to botany. me. Yeah, he loves plants and he loves coffee and he just loves. Is that, is that why he likes coffees? Because it comes from plants? Maybe. Yes. It grows in yep. the ground where all the fertilizer is? Yep, totally. And he just, like, I get the idea that if he's one of those people that if you, like, met him in a party, he would, like, trap you in the corner to talk to you about, like, I don't know, zoning laws for, like, 45 minutes, and he would just be really into it, and you couldn't escape. Like, that's the kind of character they've built, and I kind of love it. Um, to further uh, reinforce this... Yes, yeah. Uh, so, so Bulk and Skull are like, okay, boss, well, you got your coffee in the mail, that's great, I guess we'll leave you to it. He's like, no, boys... Your assignment today is I'm going to teach you the value the value of making a good cup of coffee and I'm I'm <laughs> here take this take this fucking book on how to make coffee and it's like it's in a, the textbook it's a textbook <laughs> it's it's called in the know about joe a coffee lover's textbook and then skull turns it over and looks at the author like photo on the back and the de- detective stone wrote it Yes, <laughs> so good. He, he like self-published a book about how to make coffee good. Uh, but and also he, the f- the author's photo is him in the trench coat and hat. So yeah. he, that means he wrote it it's in amazing. the last like three weeks. Basically, <laughs> is is this how his whole like? Clearly, he's not actually making money as a private detective. Is this how this whole thing is being funded? Is like he is because he like 
is a best-selling author in like coffee circles or something. Yeah, he his book is like his book is sold at that front table at the like Barnes and Noble with all the like garbage books that no one cares about but somehow sell a ton, you know, like like those weird yeah. fad books. Yeah, he got yeah, like he I know, hit a I know fad. What you're talking about, yeah. And and everybody loved it and they bought it and now he was able to fund his uh his his Jer- dream. Jerome Stone is somehow that like the in the in our post apocalyptic scenario, society's rebuilding itself, and Jerome Stone is somehow like the world's foremost expert on on the coffee. lost art of making a good cup of coffee. Oh, also, I don't know if we had previously learned his full name is Jerome B. Yes, Stone. We have. Oh, we've well, yeah. Well, B. we've known, we've known his first name for a while. We didn't know his initial yeah, middle B. initial until now. There Jerome B. Stone. What um, do you think B stands for? Uh, Jerome Barome Stone. <laughs> I'm Jerome gonna guess stone. I'm gonna guess Boulder. Jerome Boulder Stone. Oh but, my but god! It's, a, it's like a nickname though. It's in quotations. Jerome Boulder Stone. I could, yeah okay sure. Also, uh, he tells them to make coffee, but he doesn't just tell them to make coffee. He says, "Now make those pages come to life," which is <laughs> really funny. <laughs> um. So they they say, "Yep, one perfect cup of joe coming up." And uh they wander off and Lieutenant Stone just stares at his coffee bean for a while. And uh yeah, they open the book, uh pour everything in there, and they're like, "Okay, so first thing we need is uh well, fresh yeah, they, clean they, water." Don't just say pour everything in there. They 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 pour the coffee beans into the coffee pot. They not have like two in a grinder, pots. not like you know, like, anything like that to make them, like, ground beans first. Just in the coffee pot. That's how you make coffee. So, well, it's, so it's worth noting that they have two coffee pots. One that they pour all the beans into. And one that Skull uses to go get some water. And it's like, okay, let's get some nice, fresh, clean Angel Grove municipal tap water yeah, for this fucking coffee. And fucking some green-ass slime comes out. And they're like... Uh, and immediately they should be like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Stone. It looks like our water has been contaminated. We can't make you coffee. Oh, I understand, boys. No problem. But no, they just keep making the coffee. And I'm like, you guys, he's not going to get, he's not, you're not going to get in trouble for this. It's not your fault. <laughs> also, <laughs> I was panicking. Uh, I would like to go back quickly and Emily point out that you're, you're, you are right to point that out, that that's not how you make coffee, but I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know how to make what? coffee. I don't know how to make coffee. You gotta <laughs> ground. No you gotta grind. Okay, like first thing, I just buy like pre-ground coffee. But like, if you're gonna use beans, you gotta grind it in a. I mean, co- it makes it makes sense now that you say that. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're like super into coffee, from what I understand, if you're like really super into coffee, you get the fresh beans and you grind them yourself. And then you probably pour them like through like like one of those like like a, through like uh you pull the you pour the water through like uh. Actually, a kettle I, through the through the coffee beans and like a little you know filter and shit like that. But I just I, I just use pre pre ground beans. And- isn't isn't there a thing where like people who are super into coffee and like uh, especially like in Europe and stuff like that where they like they don't just run water through a filter. They like leave the beans yeah. in there. Yeah, the uh, French press. I think you're supposed to leave it in there for a while. But yeah, I don't there's know different for ways sure. to make. There's different ways to make coffee. Yeah, because like, yeah, I'm not a coffee person. I, so. I assume the way Jerome's talking about is like, yeah, like pouring the hot water through a filter instead of making using a machine. He, yeah. he but, wants he wants the beans in there. He wants that good bean soup. He just wants to. He just wants to eat the beans. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Yeah. 
So we cut to... Uh, oh, that's, that's the thing is, Bulk at Skull are following the directions in this fucking textbook, so I guess this is what really, it says though. to do. Like, they just opened it for a second and started doing it. I don't, and like, Skull never even looked at it before You, know, you so. know Bulk can't read. You know that, right? <laughs> 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 so anyway, we cut to uh Doesn't know Adam. what question marks are. We cut to Adam and uh, and Tanya, who are sparring, um, and that's cool. It's nice to see. Like, I feel like they've kind of been bringing back the kung f- the kung fu karate stuff lately, and that's nice to see. Um, so Tanya is like, uh, or Adam says, "Okay, we've got a lot more to do, so let's let's uh, head out." And uh, Tanya says, "Hold on, let's get a drink first. So they walk well, over. One to thing Ernie. I like about this fight, I just want to say really quickly, is like I don't think her actress was had any martial arts background, and you can tell definitely. Like John Young Bosch looks really good fighting, and she looks like she's a, a little bit sloppy. But I like how they kind of like wrote that into her character, like she doesn't know, and Adam's teaching her, like because well, she it works. I, uh, yeah, I mean, again, we don't. Uh, Tanya's background is let's not do this again, but. There's nothing in there that says she would know martial arts. I think she had to learn it when she became a power well, no, they, ranger, they, they so it makes sense. They kind of set this up that Adam's been teaching her this stuff. Right. Yeah, totally. Um, so she says, like, oh, man, I'm worried my style isn't good. And he's like, no, you're doing good. We'll, we'll keep it up. And uh, so my favorite slash least favorite part about the the sludge in this episode is that they didn't use the same, like... I feel like they used eight different things to make it because in the last scene, it's just like green dyed water. Like it's just. I also forgot to mention that they don't have a sink in the detective office. It's a water fountain. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Uh, But so so it's just like water with green dye in it. And in this one, Ernie goes to pour some stuff out of a soda fountain. And it's like a green slushy, basically. That makes sense, though, because it's carbonated, so maybe that's what carbonation does to that. Yeah, substance. I guess so. It's just gross. And uh, <laughs> hilariously, Adam is like, hey, Ernie, uh, when's the last time you cleaned that hose out? Because that's gross. And, and he's I like worried. That, <laughs> I like that Adam called him out on it, yeah. And Ernie's like, okay, well, this is weird. Let me go uh, see if I can't fix this. And then he tries to get some water, and it's also green, sludgy, gross. Uh, and they're all like, man, this is weird. Uh, I'm going to go check the pipes in the back. So he sets the cup down, and then Adam picks it up to smell it. I thought he was going to drink I it. I thought he was going to drink it. Holy I shit. I was so yeah. excited. <laughs> <laughs> but he Rock, like, but the- Rocky would have. Rocky yeah, would have drank it. He's like, oh, ecto-cooler. <laughs> but, like... So what's the fucking wild thing here is so Adam and Tanya both smell it and like wait a second that smells like cog oil. Which so they get the cogs me? like bleed all the time when they're fighting or, that we didn't right. know the about. The question is, does that mean that the cogs just stink and like every time they fight them, it's just like? Ugh. Well, I, I assume it's when they're breaking them apart they smell the oil, but like we don't see oil ever. It's all like cybernetic shit. So it's yeah, like, I guess that means that every time they fight cogs, it's like going to a car repair place. Like it just smells like oil all the time, which is that's gross. I don't love that, but fair enough. Um, so they, they run off and, uh, we basically find out, uh, Kat's about to win. She just needs one more successful ride to take the lead, according to the announcer. Um, yeah, and she's way out in the water. 
really far away where we can't actually tell who's on the surfboard. Yes. Uh, Tommy is all excited. Uh, we then cut back, cut to the uh, power chamber, and uh, Billy Billy's has... fucking running a centrifuge or something. Yeah, to, yeah, he to figure out really, what this oil is. He, he's and he takes it out and he says like, "Well, this is uh, definitely got some uh, some similar properties as the the cogs." Actually, he says it's this stuff used to power the cogs. Yeah, so, so, so I guess the cogs are are like powered on like fuel. Yeah, and I guess not so. like electricity, which is weird. Yeah, yeah but he also is, says it's right, really toxic, weird. and if anybody gets touched by it or worse, drinks it, the results are going to be disastrous. But, Emily, that's actually a good point. That like the cogs don't run on like some like a battery. I guess they run on like oil gunk that's like inside them. Question yeah, mark? It's, maybe it's their like their blood, and they bleed that, and they're it's like, really morbid. They're like they're like gas punk, basically, which is weird. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's weird when they try and give us any explanation for like it, initially when we first met the Machine Empire, they seem to be kind of leading into this idea that like okay, the magical villains are stepping out, the robot villains are moving in, but then gradually they've started filling in the blanks with all the questions about how the machine empire works, which they don't actually have to answer. That's the thing. They don't actually <laughs> have to answer these questions. Despite what nerds will tell you, they don't, but they decide to do it anyway, but they fill in the gaps with magic bullshit. And then they just say like, Oh, glowing green super oil. Yeah. M- okay. Machine oil. Yeah. I don't know. It's really bizarre. I, I, it's just a weird call to, to mention this, but you know, they probably didn't think about it too much. Is the answer. Uh, so they, they decide to, uh, morph and get down to fight the, uh, oh, oh, right. Sorry. In the viewing globe, we see, uh, that the cogs are trying to release the toxic goo at the beach into the ocean. Um, so they morph and get on down there. Uh, Weirdly, even though Rocky is just standing there, only Adam and Tanya go for some reason. And he's actually he's li- he's literally the lifeguard too, if you think about it. Yeah. Why isn't he the one? Well, no, Rocky's Rocky is with Tommy and David at the beach. Wait. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought yeah. we were did, cutting did you ahead think that was Rocky else. in the shot? That, that's Billy. It's Billy. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm I thought we were cutting this to head. This, yeah. This, cut uh, my thing out. So <laughs> so yeah, we're just we're just at Adam and Tanya fight some cogs. At a drain pipe on the beach. Yeah, the, my my assumption was they had put it there. That like this is not just an extant pipe on the beach <laughs> that they had put it, it there somehow. Sure, but I mean yeah. maybe there's something that needed to drain into the ocean. Like like here, so here's the thing. I was I was about to be like, what the? Why the fuck is there a drain pipe out by the ocean? But like. But then my 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 self preservation instincts kicked in, and I was afraid that like if I did that, this is this is going to be like a warehouse district situation where like this is actually a perfectly normal thing, and I just don't know shit about. I mean, fuck. I, I don't know either. So, uh, so unfortunately, uh, we get a double case of grab the arms, and both Tanya and Adam are restrained uh, while while the. We watch the uh, sledge go towards the ocean very slowly. And it's and 
so bad. It's so well, it, bad CG. It, the effect is terrible. It's like a rotoscope thing or, or yeah, it, it may be like really early CG because it looks weirder than the normal yeah, it's, like, rotoscope. It's, it's very obviously, it is the most obviously not there, which, yeah. you know, and again, like we don't expect like high art from the special effects and Power Rangers, but occasionally we'll get an effect that is especially bad and... This is really bad. And what's 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 weird about it is we've seen them do effects that is like toxic shit going into water better before. We've seen this effect specifically done better on this show before. So that's kind of weird. But like, yeah, this fucking Nick, Nickelodeon gack ass green liquid just rolls down the beach. And Adam and Tanya are like, no, we're too late. Like, they were convinced that if any of this stuff got into the ocean, the world was fucked. But I... I mean, I guess not. Well, also, there's just the, the very funny, like, it takes so long that I was like, here comes the Gold Ranger to punch the cogs and save them. <laughs> but, like, but no, no it just, we just watch it go down there for, like, 45 straight uninterrupted seconds, and then like, it goes it into the going, water. It was going pretty slow, and when the Rangers get out, it's still not at the ocean. So even then, I thought, like, oh, they're going to do something. But no, it's just like, oh, no, it's too late. And like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And what's worse is after it's too late, Adam and Tanya's move is not to go over to the beach and evacuate the people. Their move is to go back to the command center well, and tell Adam to tell Tommy to evacuate the people while he's in civilian mode. Right. Or not even evacuating the people. Why don't they close the drain? Because, like, yeah. yes, th- there's still stuff in it, but at least there won't be more stuff in it. That's a fair but no, point. no, they just leave it open and leave. Um... So then we cut back to the beach where everybody else is. David points out the very bad-looking green filter that's coming towards Cat slowly. Hey guys, check it out. There's green film on the camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, uh, now, okay, I know that David knows th- that they're the Power Rangers. I-, I get it. But Tommy's watch goes off, and and Tommy, Rocky... And David go over to answer the call fr- from Zordon. And yeah, like, why not? He's I there. Mean, why wouldn't he? I, I don't know. I would. It just seems weird that, that he's just like, oh, on. me too. Yeah. Um, so uh, Zordon says, like, Tommy, you got to clear the beach. Uh, the world's water supply is turning into toxic cog oil. Um, so... David then says, like, don't you guys think it's time for a visit from the Rangers? And ro- and and for the first time in the history of the franchise, Tommy's like, no, nah, there's too many people and we can't just, like, hide in a corner and then morph. Well, <laughs> I mean, for personally, I think this is one of the few times where they could get away with it because everyone's looking at the green slime in the ocean. No one's looking at them. Well, the problem is that they have to scream what they're doing at the top I mean, of their lungs true. and then everybody would look That over has literally them. never stopped them before. No, there, um, there, remember there was the episode with the, the blind girl that Rocky was friends with. Sorry, I forget the name. Uh, and he morphed right in front of her and yelled, and it didn't do anything. <laughs> so, no, that's what yeah, Michael's saying. That. I mean, they, it's never like, yeah. Um, yeah. I was, I, but I, I was saying this earlier because I thought we were talking about it already. It's weird that Tommy and David then go into the water to save Cat when Rocky's literally the lifeguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Guess, <laughs> I guess Rocky's more. I guess he's just going to focus on getting the random civilians away from the water. Well, it's because Tommy needs to be the hero. Right, and yeah. and I David has to do something in the episode, I guess. <laughs> um, so they swim out, and again, this is like 
a minute long with other stuff intercut in between it because it takes so long of them swimming toward cat while cat which like if you've ever swum out into the ocean to like that distance it takes a long time to get out that far which means that like and literally the whole time cats just staring at them going like this is weird better not look anywhere else (laughs) other than at them like (laughs) She's like, what? She's like, what are you guys doing? And she shrugged, and it's like, look behind you. Yeah, you, you would think she'd at least see the crowds of people fleeing from the beach. There are literally a bunch of people pointing behind her, and like, yeah. I know she's out there, but like, boy, come on. <laughs> um, so, uh, we cut briefly up to the uh, up to the moon, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, yeah, it's the best. Yeah, We're the Sprocket, best." Sprocket lays out pretty clearly his like the the what well, wasn't actually the impetus for the plan, but it at least makes sense. Where he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna get rid of all the water, and things on Earth can't survive without water." And it's like, "Yeah, I mean," then King Mon is just like, "Yeah, fair enough." So okay. there's there's a great shot where we cut to Lieutenant Stone's, <laughs> I don't know, office, I guess, and he is pointing a remote control... Have we seen this before, that he has this, or is this no, the first no, time? No, this is new. Okay, so he points a remote at a painting and pushes a button a bunch, and nothing happens, and then he just walks up to it and lifts it, and we are made aware that he has a special hidden TV That's behind awesome. a painting, which is so, awesome, uh, but also stupid. <laughs> so... There's two ways to interpret this gag, and I'm not sure which one the show is going for. (laughs) One is that there's a button on the remote that makes the painting automatically lift to reveal the TV, and it's just not working, and that's why uh, Detective Stone is frustrated. The alternative uh, interpretation of the gag is Lieutenant Stone doesn't understand that he can't just hit the button and turn the painting into the television. (laughs) Well, he says I'm getting this fixed, so I think it is supposed to raise, but... Yeah, Yeah, I think that's, yeah. I also also have to say that when they first showed this, it wasn't super clear it was a TV because you see a reflection in it, and for a second I thought he had a two-way mirror in his office, and I got really concerned. (laughs) Um... But yeah, so he turns the TV on. Again, I understand that they've confused detective and spy with this whole thing. Like, they've done a bunch, they have like spy music and everything, and uh, Skull has a shoe phone for some reason. But like, it's just your office. Why? Why, why do you have a hidden TV? Because it's cool. It is cool, but I don't <laughs> understand why. Um, Everyone's got to have a hidden TV if they want to be cool. Sure. So he turns the TV on and sees the news. Uh, yeah, about the water being fucked. And it doesn't occur to him to tell Bulk and Skull, like, hey, something's fucked with the water. Stop making the coffee. Right. And uh, Bulk and Skull have, like, uh, those masks on for, like, like contamination masks. Uh, yeah. But they're still going to give him this, I, gu- I guess. Because they're really fucking dumb. Um, yeah, they're, they're determined to finish making this coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, they drive also, a grinder, and, finally, so they figured they, they, that part they, yeah, out. Yeah, they, they got the grinder, but then they just pour the coffee grinds into the cup. Which, I mean, <laughs> well, like we said, that's a, that's a valid way to do it. 
but that, I don't think that's a yeah. fr- that's a French press though. What they're doing? No, they, it's, 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 still totally, it's still totally valid to just straight up fucking boil the beans in the water, from what I understand. Uh, but but what I was wanting to get at is uh, their excuse uh, to Lieutenant Stone to not drop what they're doing. Is they say we're in a delicate phase of the Java making process, and the subtitles on this line. Yes. Someone fucks up, and there's a three in there. Yes. Delicate, delicate three e. Yes. And yeah, and listen, folks, we get that subtitling is like Netflix probably just hired, paid someone like ten cents to just subtitle an episode, or it's like like automated because earlier they had the wrong hours, and I don't see how you could like mess that up. Yeah, yeah, but, but like, like it is, <laughs> it does kind of show like how much of a cheap rush job it is when there's just blatant typos like that in there. Yeah. Um, so they finally, uh, David and Tommy get to Cat in the ocean. Uh, they're like, we have to get you out of here. And she's still, like, Cat is supposed to be smart. And she's still like, Well, uh, bef- before we get to that, though, like, oh, we sorry. didn't finish the Bulk and Skull thing. Oh, yes, sorry. Uh, yes. Bulk's like, Bulk straight up asks, like, I don't see what this has to do with detective work. Uh, and Bulk's, and, like, they hear the news thing, and it's like, hey, did, uh, uh, people in Angel Grove are recommended to only drink bottled water until the safety of the of the regular water is is figured out because it's very toxic. And Bulk's like, uh, toxic. Uh, and he starts. He just starts freaking out. Yeah. Well, does he pass out? No, he just like freaks out. Well, I basically. thought he drank it and he, he said it was toxic. I think he was about to. Okay. It's hard to tell. Maybe he drank it. You don't know. Uh, but so they um. Uh, let's see. Uh, they cut. Yes. So they get to to Cat uh, finally. Uh, yeah. Tommy and David get to Cat, and then and it's she's time like, What's for a commercial. Wrong? What are you guys talking What's about? Wrong? What's happening? Wrong? Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's time for the Power Rangers patented commercial break bad cliffhanger that gets dissolved immediately. The eight second cliffhanger. Yeah. The eight second cliffhanger because uh, they get hit by a wave. And when Tommy and David come back up above the water, like, hey, where's Kat? I don't see her. Where'd she go? And then fade to black, fade back in. She pops up from under the water and she's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, tr- I'm trying to decide if we have we had one that's worse than than Billy losing a contact lens and then just putting his glasses on. That's still the dumbest, I think. <laughs> it's not even like high stakes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. They all start uh, paddling back to, to shore. Um, we cut to the command center, and uh, Billy has found Leaky Fawcett. Uh, they're like, wait, I'm pretty sure we killed that guy. And Billy's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a different version, because they're robots. Remember how they're robots? <laughs> Which is a fair point, actually. Begs like, the question why they don't use the same monster more often. Well, yeah, because, like... I got the impression with Finster, it's like, well, I mean, I have to make these, like, I have to sculpt them, and it takes a while, yeah. and, but, but, yeah. What's weird about this is Tanya says, like, Leaky Fawcett, I thought we got rid of that slime spreader, which makes sense in the context of knowing that he spreads slime, but, like, he didn't do that the first <laughs> no, time they no. faced him. I think she's just calling him a mean name. Like, I think that's what's happening. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so... <laughs> they say, yeah, uh, or Zordon says, if the monster completes his, his task, the planet will be in grave danger, which I thought they already did, but whatever. Um, so Billy's going to work on an antidote, uh, and they, uh, Adam and Tanya, 
uh, teleport back to where everybody else is. Um, Kat, David, and Tommy make it back to shore. Uh, and then the uh, they Rocky, are told- Rocky runs up to help, and then David v- fucking disappears for no reason. Yeah, it's well, real see- silly. He heard his phone go off, and he had, like, a message from someone on Grinder. so he just, like, <laughs> quietly laughed to go deal with that. He, like, and to be clear, they're, like, by a rocky outcropping on the beach. There's nowhere for him to go. Like, he would it, have, like they would have to see him across yeah. the beach as well. Yeah, like, he would have to immediate, immediately sprint away without saying a word, which, again... It fits the red herring of him potentially being the Gold Ranger, because we're going to see the Gold Ranger during this next fight. Yeah. But, like, as we keep saying, it's yet another thing, like, and, and again, not, I mean, I guess we may as well spoil it. The show's, like, fucking 25 years old. Like, none of the people who've been presented as red herrings for the Gold Ranger are actually the Gold Ranger. None of them. And every single one of them is presented in a way where their actions make no sense if they're not the Gold Ranger. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's fucking frustrating. Uh, so here, what's funny, like, it's not like this doesn't happen in in other stuff. There's lots of bad movies or even some good ones where like the moment that something isn't on screen, the writer expects you to forget about it. Like famously, even, you know, Jurassic Park has scenes where it's like, I guess that Tyrannosaurus knows, you know, past his sneak check because all of a sudden he's over there (laughs) and there's no way that would have happened. But literally, again, the the screen pans to where David's not in the shot. And at that moment, he must have stood up and sprinted across the beach. Maybe he went there's in the no ocean other- and he's yeah. under the water and he's hiding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and listen, folks, I know we, we, we nitpick here for... for- comedic effect you know we we're not we're not we're not fucking cinema sinsing this we don't genuinely think that a lot of the things we make fun of are actually deal breakers but this is genuinely a pretty bad way that they do this like this I, is i do like the image though them looking over and he's halfway across the beach sprinting yeah it's very <laughs> and funny it's like oh i guess he i guess he left <laughs> uh so at this point um, they are told that they have to destroy the leaky faucet monster, which will quote break the spell on the water. And I continue to be frustrated at them just forgetting that these are robots and not magic. And like I, <laughs> and I know why they say that because it's the only explanation for why Lieutenant Stone doesn't die at the end. <laughs> yeah, but sure. Like, uh. uh, so they they notice David's gone, but they're like, whatever, we gotta go. Uh. It, then it says it's morphine time. By the way, in the in the uh, the it's subtitles, time. yeah, <laughs> they in the all subtitles, start doing it says, drugs. it's morphine time, <laughs> and then they all shoot up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, so so we see Leaky Fawcett, and Clank is yelling at him because like the first interaction that Clank and Leaky Fawcett had was Clank telling Leaky Fawcett specifically, "Listen, don't leave the pipes. If the Rangers actually find you, they can kill you. As right. long as you stay water, you can't be stopped." Yeah. And then we cut to him just dancing around in uh, on a fucking stairwell somewhere. <laughs> and Clank's just like, God damn it. Yeah. I t- I, you had one job, Leaky Fawcett, you yeah. fucking pipe horse. And they you s- asshole. <laughs> you fucking pipe horse. <laughs> and they start fighting him. But the problem is, 
he's water, and they just shoot at him, and he turns into water, which, again, I watched this whole episode not understanding that's what the special effect was supposed to be, and I was just very confused at why this water man's power was turn into blue cloud, but it makes more sense now. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. we... They, the, so they have the thing where I guess the staircase they were on was actually like a fountain, probably in a park somewhere in Japan, I guess. Uh, and then we just sort of rainbows happen, and then we're in like we're we're in like a water processing plant or something now. Well, he uses the the fountain to like m- attack them with like rainbows somehow. Oh, that's what that is. Okay. Yeah, and they all take, yeah. they take damage, and also uh, con- to continue ragging on the subtitles for this episode. Apparently, Woman Ranger asks what's <laughs> going on. Yeah, we didn't know who was saying it. So like, oh, yeah, fuck, I don't know, <laughs> <Yeah>. woman. <laughs> uh, so, uh, are y'all ready to watch the Power Rangers play Pipe Dreams for about a minute and a half? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super uh, excited. So, he escapes into the pipes, and they're using... Tanya has a device that, like, say, that tra- is tracking him, and they're just, like, closing different pipes at a water treatment plant to block him off, and it's fine. I mean, it's it's a it's smart. It's a good. It's a smart like way to stop a, a pipe bait based monster. It's just not super interesting to watch. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, though, he escapes by distracting them because like he drops this this pickaxe and like rope that he had as part of his costume and just leaves them somewhere. And so he he sneaks away, and they're chasing him into into an area with more pipes and cogs are showing up, and we're actually having. It's actually time for the Gold Ranger to show up and for us to have a actually pretty fun fight scene here. Yeah, though I will say that like the Gold Rangers only appeared like three times at this point, right? I think. Yeah. And, and every time he showed up prior to this, it's been like, "Whoa, where did you come from?" Cuz again, they're not like allies really like they fight on the same side but they don't know who he is, where he comes from, he won't talk to them, he just leaves after fights. And this time he just shows up and they fight together and that's kind of it. Like it's it's weirdly different in tone, I guess. Yeah, yeah like, um, like, he, he shows up and there's like no fanfare. He just goes right back to the fight. Like there's nothing yeah. where they're like, oh my god, it's Gold Ranger. It's just like okay, we're still fighting. So yeah, and what's weird is we don't even have like also up until this this point. Like every time he showed up, they've made a point of like. The Gold Ranger showing up is the thing that turns the tide. Like he, his presence in and the fact that he's so much more powerful than the other Rangers is what's really like you know what it, what causes the day to be saved. Yeah. But no, now he's just standing alongside the other Rangers, getting hit by all these fucking water attacks. Right. Like and I just kind of getting chumped by this by this fucking teeth pipe monster. Yeah. I, like I didn't check, but this feels like it's from like a later episode in the Sentai where he wasn't a big deal anymore, essentially. Um, but yeah, they fight. We, it's a pretty good fight. Uh, we yeah. get to see the, my least favorite attack in all of Power Rangers again, which is where Leaky Fawcett turns his own <laughs> faucet and shoots water out of his face. From and, between his teeth. And then I have to look at it and I have to dream about it and I have nightmares and I wake up and I don't sleep well <laughs> and then I'll, I'll make it to work on time. One thing I love about his um, design is that it, it, it's, it's the teeth. Like, the whole, like, horror of it is the teeth. If you didn't have the teeth and it was just, like, a faucet face, it'd be fine. No one would have any problems. It's, it'd still be bad, but it wouldn't be the, so the really upsetting. Fine. It would just be kind of a bad a little, costume. Like, the eyes are a little creepy, but... Other, but if, without, if he didn't have a teeth and he had this big wide oh, O-mouth, it'd be kind of cute. Totally. No, ab- absolutely. The, the, the teeth are the worst part. The teeth make oh. it, like, literally... I, this probably won't hit for everybody, but, like... 
He looks like an SCP. Like, he yeah. looks like a horror monster, not a Power Rangers monster. I hate him. Uh, yeah, we actually got into, uh, so me, Emily, and Cassie got into a, a bit of a discussion earlier about, and this is something that's kind of come up in when we've done 2Ds for Worst Monster before, about about how we say, like, like we tend to vote for the monster that is most, like, physically upsetting to us, and then people will offer the counterpoint, yeah, but it's it's supposed to be a monster, shouldn't it be scary? But, like... It's it's a show for little children. If right. we as adults are being like severely disturbed just looking at this thing, also, it's too scary. Like I also <laughs> kind of want to know if this guy creeps kids out, but I also don't want to show him to small children. I don't remember him, <laughs> so I mean, he couldn't have been that creepy to me. Right, like, so who knows. But, but anyway. So, uh, who's ready for the most fucking out-of-left-field uh, solution to the monster? Because uh, we're fighting in this in this fucking pipe factory or whatever, and then Tommy looks at a pipe that's labeled in English. Because again, this is presumably Japanese footage, and it doesn't look like they edited this. It just says in English "Freon." And Tommy, <laughs> who's I guess a master chemist, goes, "Wait, Freon! I have an idea." <laughs> yeah, I okay. I also th- listen. I under I get it. It would have been cool too if like it's Billy a- got on the line and he's like, "Hey, there's Freon near you guys. You guys can use it to freeze him or something." That would I, cool. I get that Freon can is a, it's a refrigerant. I understand. I also think that in an environmental episode, maybe let's bust this giant pipe filled with Freon and <laughs> <laughs> is not like the best call because it's very toxic. <laughs> um. But yeah, then the Gold Ranger they freeze him essentially, and then the Gold Ranger shoots yeah, him. Yeah, they his they make staff. a point of how like they have to wait until he turns into liquid form, uh, and then they shoot pipes, and then he freezes, and then the Gold Ranger does his big attack. Yeah, it's like frozen. magic spell, fireball bullshit, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, I, the the fucking him turning into an icicle effect is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. Uh, Orbis grows him. Uh, he gets real big, and uh, I I do like that the Rangers. Like for once, finally acknowledge the fact that maybe they should have done something to stop this. Because as soon as Orbis gets in there, we see the Rangers react to it, and like, and and Tommy just yells, "Oh no, Orbis got to him!" And it's like, yeah, maybe if you had fucking done something while Clank was doing that big old wind up he always does. Yeah. To be fair, they're like, we shattered him in the ice. He's not coming back from that. But no, apparently he's just fun. He's he, like, when they go to him next, he's like solid. I don't know how that happened, but okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and so usually usually when the monster gets all big, they say some line that has something to do with anything. Usually at least their motif, but like fucking anything at all. But but uh Leaky Fawcett just says looks like the shoes on the other hand now. Well I what? excuse me? <laughs> I kinda like it because again, uh, given the voice that he's got and some of the stuff he says, he's an idiot. Like he's dumb. He's a dumb monster. So he says a stupid thing that doesn't make any sense. Um but they there's, maybe there's an actual joke there that I'm just too stupid to get, but like I think he's just it really an idiot. does just read as a complete yeah. non sequitur to me. So they summon uh, the Zeo the Megazord, and uh, the Gold Ranger summons Pyramidus. And have they made the Zeo Ultra Megazord yes. before? Yes, they, they have. Yeah, I think, I, think that they, I think they did it last time. It might have been Maybe the episode two episodes I ago, I'm not yeah. sure. It was, uh, a, it was, it was a, I think it was the shrinking episode. Can we talk about how fucking big Pyramidus is? <laughs> like, yeah, I was going to ask you what you thought of his design, because I mentioned I thought he was kind of boring. He, here's the thing. 
I do think he's kind of boring. The the so I think Pyramidus as a big like unknowable alien pyramid is a cool idea for yeah. a, a robot because it's very different. Uh, his like form where he turns into a big robot and then the other Megazord just like gets inside it. I don't know. It's okay. The reason I still like it is because it has that giant gym on the front, and also he's so big. Like, he's, very he's twice, like, we see a shot of uh, Leaky Fawcett grown, and he is, like, at its waist. I don't think that's ever been a thing with the other it's, Megazords. Like, it's the kind of perspective shot we usually get of the monster when the rangers are still on the ground. Right. But this is the monster at Pyramidus, and I like, which has to be fucking terrifying for the people in the city. Right. Like, I like oh that idea. That's not something they've explored before, where it's like, oh my god, the the Power Rangers shit is so overwhelming. Like, that's not something they've really done before. So I think it's neat. I don't know where this is, rel- like, scale-wise with, like, Serpentera. But, like, Serpentera made a huge deal about, like, this thing is fucking terrifying, and all of this is bad. Like, absolutely all of this, like, it is really bad that a thing this big exists. And then Pyramidus comes out and is just like, yeah, okay. What's what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I wanted to, Luke pointed this out to me, and he's not here, but uh, I wanted to mention this. The toy for Pyramidus, the original version, because they never made a, uh, a legacy Pyramidus, um, it was in the pyramid form. It's two feet long by two feet wide by two feet tall. That's insane. That's it's a so, very big toy. So big. Like, I, because obviously it had to fit the other Megazord inside it, because that's how it works. But, like, I don't know. It, it's you're right. I don't love the design. The design. It's super boxy. But there's something about like, oh my god, it's so big that I kind of love. I don't know. It's it's kind of neat. Um, like I I sure. literally get the impression it might be. Listen, like, I'm 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 married to a macro fetish. I understand the appeal of <laughs> well, big. Well, hold on. To be clear, when I said, "Oh my god, it's so big," that was not me being turned on. I just I think know. it's cool. I'm just saying, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so yeah, it's it's not the most interesting design for sure, but it it's. In the same way that I like when Titanus shoots its bazillion guns, I like when the giant square robot just shoots a hundred thousand lightning bolts. Like it's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I so they murder the uh, they murder Leaky Faucet. He's super they bad. the shit out of Leaky Faucet. This is the kind of, and and I get it. I get that Six Rangers and all their toys are always way more powerful when they show up than they are after they're an established part of the team. But, like, I look at the size of this thing and what it can do, and all I can think is, like, how the fuck does the Machine Empire, like, respond yeah. to this? How is Earth not just liberated right now? Yeah, like, like it it really does feel like they could just point it at space and and just shoot, and they would win forever. Yeah, the, the robot could just lie down and just be a pyramid for a while and just <laughs> shoot straight up. Um, so, uh, they win, the monster dies... Uh, and then we cut to, uh, uh, Bulk and Skull, and Bulk eats, okay, so Bulk drinks the, the coffee, this awful sludge, or no, he doesn't, he just passes out seeing it, my bad, I forgot. That was um, earlier, yeah, he's getting up, and, and now it's like, 
Although, I think Skull says, like, now the water's turned back on. So maybe... Yeah, the water finally came back on. So did well, he get, like, new water and do it over? Like, I think he still has... So I'm not sure, because... He but apparently, it. it's like two. It's like two hundred pounds because Skull's having a hard time lifting this. Like, yeah. Well, he Skull drinks it and like steam shoots out his ears, and there's a train whistle noise, like a cartoon. Yes. But I don't know if that's because the coffee is very strong or if it's because it's still poison. Because then Lieutenant Stone, well, presumably, it's because it's just super strong, right? Because then Detective Stone drinks it and he's like, delicious. I, I like his- his face is really good. He like there's a little frown, like oh, that's a reaction, and then just drinks it, and he's like, oh, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think mm-hmm. the gag that because Skull had to hit the the thing is that just like this this thing is just like syrupy thick because Lieutenant Stone just likes this coffee that strong. Okay. All right. That they makes wouldn't sense. pour around. I don't know if we mentioned like that. this is this is some fucking like John's dad from Homestuck levels of Lieutenant Stone is the most stereotypically last like 1950s manly man. Yes. Fucking Uh, like, I'm going to have my fucking coffee and it's going to be so it's good. It's not just going to be black. It's going to be a fucking black hole in a coffee mug. Motherfucker. So he drinks it. He thinks it's delicious. We cut to the moon. Uh, uh, King Mondo is very mad. He says, I will kill the, all the Power Rangers, especially the gold one, Harumph. Um, and that's, yeah, he talks a lot about wanting to figure out who the fuck the gold ranger is. Because it's still a mystery. Here's something interesting. Uh, we've talked a fair bit about how the uh, Machine Empire does not seem especially invested in taking over. And there's a point here where Queen Machina is like, well, don't worry about it. We live forever because we're robots. So it doesn't <laughs> matter. And that's a good point. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's fair. They don't yeah, have... Like, we can just wait, like, however many million years for humanity to wipe itself out. Like, they're going to do it. We yeah, all know like, this. It's a fair point of, like, well, I mean, we didn't get it. Oh, well. We can either try again or not. And, like, eventually we'll win because we're robots. And I, I thought that was interesting. Um, so, Yeah. We then cut back down to uh, uh, the beach. Everybody's back at the beach. Um, uh, Tommy asks Rocky if David ever showed up. He says no. David shows up. They ask him if he's okay. Again, he says, yeah, I just had a little something to take care of. Uh, that that required me to run away in the middle of a crisis. Um, I said he got a message where it's like, Hey, can you meet me? And he was like, "No, nah, I'm busy." And they're like, "My parents aren't home." And then he ran. Yeah, yeah, and he ran. <laughs> and ran. Um, so then uh, the radio DJ awards Johnny Spitzer the trophy. Which, so yeah, I, I fucking win. love it. I can't remember what the name of the last one we got that was like this was, but I love when just this random person wins a contest that the Power Rangers just lose because of Power Rangers stuff. Yeah. And we get a close up and they get a full name and just like, we really get to see this guy celebrating his victory. And I just love like whoever the fuck this is, this fucking <laughs> bleach blonde eyebrows. Yeah. It's very funny. I seriously want the picture for this episode just to be this fucking guy <laughs> in like the fucking in the fucking arm clasp with the with the DJ holding the microphone. Yeah. Like I like it's if for me it's the pinnacle of the episode. <laughs> so they're uh they win, they're very excited. Or or right, Cat Cat says 
It's okay. Clean water. I'd take that over the trophy any day. Yeah, we won something much more important today. Yeah. Clean water. And then we get a shot of a bunch of people dumping water on the winner. Although I, I guess they didn't have, like, the... They couldn't afford the Gatorade <laughs> bucket, so they're just pouring, like, bottles of water and cups of water on him. What, what if they just dump, like, the green sludge on him? He's like, oh, God, I'm dying! And that's it. Yeah. That's the end of the yeah. episode. And, and then <laughs> he becomes the Toxic Avenger, and that's where the crossover starts. <laughs> So, so that's the episode. Uh, not, not too much, um, and to really like review, I guess, other than just, I, like, we, I feel like I, I both am and am not exaggerating how much I hate Leaky Fawcett. I genuinely do not like the design, but like also, it's funny that I hate it that much, I guess. Like, I don't know. It's a weird situation. It's, it's yeah. Um, it, it's enjoyable, uh, the amount you guys are freaked out by. For me, it's kind of, I'm kind of just, like, it's yeah, it doesn't bother me, but I'm not, like, a, especially, like, a fan of him either. It's just, whatever, he's a monster. Yeah, fair enough. So, so, so I feel like I've kind of started to get used to him, which is bad. both... <laughs> Is, is bad for one, but two might hurt his chances on repeating the 2D. We'll see. I can't. I'm hard pressed to think of a monster we've gotten this year that's been worse. We had a long time left in this year, and we I we're going to be in turbo. We're probably getting to some turbo, weird yeah. turbo. There's some real bad slash weird turbo monsters, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's the episode. Uh, if you have a question for us, you can send it to us at Teens with Toot on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group, or uh, teenswithtude at gmail.com. Um, and I've only got the one this week, but it's a it's a fun repeat. It's been a year since our friend Ton asked us, who will win the Tonys this year? So I'm going to give y'all... Uh, so I, I decided I'm going to do it two different ways this year, because obviously the joke of this is, uh, we, we don't know. <laughs> but... There are the two. There are two main categories. There are well, there's a bunch of categories, but the two big ones are best play and best musical. I am going to give you uh, the best musical category. I'm going to give you a synopsis of each. Uh, we are going to pick our winner, and then I'm going to just tell you the names of the best play, and then we're going to see how we do on each and whether we do better with or without uh, our. Uh, uh, with or without a synopsis. So I spaced out. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Just roll with it. It's uh, okay. Not, it's not yeah, yeah. Going through the uh, second time. So this year, the Tony Award uh, nominees for Best Musical are "Ain't Too Proud," "The Life and Times of the Temptations." I don't think I need to go into that one. Uh, Beetlejuice. It's a Beetlejuice musical. They went ahead and did that. Uh, Tootsie. Y'all know what Tootsie is? Do we have to talk nah. about Tootsie too much? Yeah. Tootsie is a movie where Dustin Hoffman no, we, we, uh, dresses as a lady and they make a bunch of jokes um, about it. And then they made that yeah, into it's, a musical. It's Dustin Hoffman, but in, but he's pretending to be a woman. Isn't that hilarious? In, 29, in 2019, they decided to turn that into a musical. Now, yeah. maybe... It's like a re-examining of that. I don't know. But I doubt it. There you go. I highly doubt it. Uh, the two that need uh, a little bit of explanation, uh, there is Hades Town, which is a musical uh, about, uh, uh, basically about Persephone and Hades and 
like that whole story where somebody goes down to Orpheus, I think, goes down to rescue Persephone from from Hades. Uh, well, no, uh, no, Orpheus rescues somebody else. I forget her name. Persephone is, Ur- is Eurydice. Like, Ur- Eurydice. Yeah, Orpheus. something like that. So yeah, it's all about like that that uh, that side of Greek mythology turned into a musical, uh, and then the prom. Which is a musical about a uh, a seventeen year old lesbian girl whose uh, school will not let her take a girl to prom, and then a bunch of shitty celebrities decide to use that situation to try to regain their fame uh, by championing her, but they don't really care. They're just trying to get fame. That is the that's that plot of it that. That sounds one. pretty bad. Uh, so here are the five again, Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations, Beetlejuice, Hades Town, The Prom, and Tootsie. Who do we think is going to win? G- okay, my predictions, again, I have not actually seen any of these. I'm going purely no, off the synopses. That's the, that's the point, I think. Um, <laughs> my, my prediction is that Ain't Too Proud should win, but Beetlejuice will. Okay. Uh, Emily? Knowing what I know of, like, shitty Hollywood movies that deal with trans stuff that get everything wrong but are praised anyways, I'm going to guess it's, like, the lesbian one because it's, like, LGBT stuff. And they're like, oh, look how well, to, to be clear, I will say that the, the I read the synopsis of The Prom, and it sounds like it's pretty squarely in the side of, like, celebrity activism is, ba- is genuinely mostly bad, which okay. seems like an okay uh, message. Then maybe um, not because it sounds okay. So yeah, I, don't, okay. I mean, uh, just guess. I, I don't know. It's okay, I'm, I've no um Tootsie one because it's terrible. Yeah, because bad okay, things happen. Enough. And I'm gonna, I'm also gonna guess Beetlejuice because I don't know. It just feels like that's how that would go. Uh, all right, now I'm gonna give uh, the best play, but for this one, I'm only gonna give the names, and then we're gonna see if that's better or worse. Uh, here okay. are the names of the best play nominees. Choir Boy, The Ferryman, Inc., What the Constitution Means to Me, and my and easily my favorite, Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus. <laughs> that is the name of the play. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with Inc. because that's the title that tells me the least. Okay. Emily? What was the one before Inc. again? Uh, the ferryman. That one. Okay, I'm gonna go with Gary. Deep. A sequel to Titus Andronicus because I like the idea of making a play to the most uh, or a sequel to the most hated uh, Shakespeare play, and also I like when you have a play that's titled Gary because that's just <laughs> a funny name to me. So, right. we'll, so whenever the Tonys are over, Ton, be sure to write in and tell us how we did, because we're not going to remember yeah, to check. Tell us how we did. This is just an exercise in us guessing about shit we know absolutely nothing about, because I think it's fun. Uh, so there you go. That's our question for this week. Please send us some. Um, we haven't gotten that many in a while. Uh, if we Should we ever do... I, I, I don't want to write too many checks I can't cash, because... God knows there's so many bonus episodes we haven't gotten around to yet. Should we do one about a musical sometime, just just for Ton? I like musicals. I, uh, we'd have to think of a good one that would be kind well, of Well, the, here's the thing. It would have to be something we can make fun of, so we'd have to find, like, a bad one. I mean, I think even good musicals have a lot to make fun of, but yes, that's fair. We well, the could- thing is, a lot of the good musicals are, like, already very silly, 
Like, we're not going to be able to make jokes about Rocky Horror Picture Show. We could just do Goonies. Like, we could... Or not Goonies, sorry. <laughs> uh, that's not Newsies. a musical. Newsies is what I was thinking of, yes. I like that those are two things that you confused. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I think that kind of makes sense. But yeah, we can, we'll figure it out. Santa Fe, um, do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> but yeah, send us questions, uh, and you know we'll do them if we get them. If not, then we'll figure out something else to do. Uh, so that's going to do it for us this week. Kind of a... Well, no, actually, this is about how long they've been lately, so that, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we did we did a lot here today. Yeah. A lot of very bad things. Um, but yeah, so uh, I wanted to say really quickly, thanks everybody uh, who's listening. Um, if you can, uh, tell a friend about us that, that may not listen to us. Uh, we don't really do any like advertising or anything, and... Um, yeah, we have people who listen and it's always very nice to see that, but, uh, let other people know if that, that you think might be interested in it. That'd be great. Um, definitely make sure they know what they're getting into though. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Don't, uh, I will say I have had coworkers be like, Oh, what's your podcast? And I'm like, it's about power rangers. And they're like, Oh, my kid loves power rangers. I should have them listen. And I'm like, no, please don't do that. So, yeah, to just make sure it's it's clear what kind of thing we have. I I don't want I don't want five year olds to listen to this. Do not. So, no. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Um, let's see. You can follow me on Twitter at Chinchy McChilla if you'd like. Uh, I don't know. I just yell about random stuff. Sometimes I talk about game design and stuff. Uh, things that interest me. Uh, that's pretty much it. Sometimes I'll talk about Power Rangers every once in a while. Um, Emily, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at this is Emeralds. There you go. And Mike. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit. And hey, uh, speaking of Twitter, go to the at Audio Entropy Twitter. Uh, there's no space or anything, just at Audio Entropy. Uh, follow that just in general so you can s- see what's going on with the network. And also the pinned tweet there is the link to our Discord. Come chat with us. Yes, yeah, yeah. Totally check out the Discord. So, uh, yeah. And I think that'll be it for us this week. Uh, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Mike. And I've been Emily. And may the power protect you always. Yay. Yeah. Yeah.